Today, all over the world, there are thousands of Sino-Soviet intelligence agents with money to burn, looking for unsuspecting targets for exploitation among members of our forces. Our no more dead cops background. Yeah. I'll be honest. When it, it, we the first the call first came in, I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm looking at. <laughs> like, no like more Matt's, dead cops. No more dead cops. <laughs> I know. Like I know it now. It's just all I saw was Matt's glasses peeking out from the background, and Josh, you were like very, you were like very zoomed in for me for some reason. I was like, I don't know what I'm looking at. <laughs> I was expecting two screens, but I forgot y'all are together. Right now. Oh yeah, we're together. Oh yeah. Oh, we're very much. You, might, you, you know what? You could say we're a couple. Yeah, couple, couple jerk offs. That's right. Yeah, couple, couple of darn, couple of darn antifa. I made the the jerk off motion twice now, but it's been off camera because. Oh, good. Classy. That's classy. Also, definitely translates to a podcast. You love mm-hmm. it. Um, that's what Johnny Carson learned very on his career was when you want to make the jerk off sign, do it off cam. Okay. Underneath the desk. So since Matt's happy from going to a protest, I also I have to recommend something uh, up front. I don't know. Have you guys ever seen Mike Tyson Mysteries? No. I I watched it um, back when like I would put on like Adult Swim all night and play yeah. video games. I would I like I would have it on while you know I was doing stuff. But, Incredible yeah. show. They put all of it on Hulu, all three seasons, and uh, the best episode is the Charlie Rose episode. I'm not going to say why, but it's the best episode. Okay. And there's not much, uh, there's not many episodes to it, right? I don't think it ran that long. Well, no, there's, there's, um, it's not very long. Like the, the episodes themselves okay. are like 10 minutes, but like the first season is like, I think 10 episodes and the second season is 22. Oh, okay. That's a decent amount. It's great show. So Mike Tyson hosts it? it no, it's a cartoon. It's called Mike, Mike Tyson Mysteries. And it's like, uh, it's kind of like, uh, remember when, well, I mean, I guess not, but like when we were kids, Jackie Chan Adventures came out. Oh, yeah. yeah I've seen that. So, so Mike Tyson Mysteries is a parody on both Jackie Chan Adventures and like the old Hanna-Barbera, like uh, Scooby-Doo cartoon. It's Scooby-Doo, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because they solved mysteries. The mystery team is uh, Mike Tyson, his daughter, Young He, a, a Chinese orphan <laughs> girl, uh, Marcus the Queenberry, which is a dead ghost, and Pigeon, yeah. who's a pigeon, who's a, yeah. He's been turned into a pigeon. That's awesome. It's a uh, what's that guy from Nerdist? Jonah, something. Oh, Jonah. Um, it's Freelander. Him. No. Something. I know. I know who you're talking about. He has yeah. a, I think it's he not Matt Meyer, and it's not Chris. Yeah. Arnold, it's the been other guy. so long, dude. The name Nerdist. I feel like that was like a lifetime ago. You have like more flashbacks. Uh, yeah. All right. While Cole's clackling his keyboard, um, Matt and I went to a protest today in. Uh, Jonah in Ray. Sorry. Yes. That's him. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. went to a protest down in downtown Atlanta in front of the state capitol to protest the John Brown Gordon Memorial, which, for those of you who don't know, John Brown Gordon was not only a Confederate war hero, he was also a, um out-out KKK member. And so... Al. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Mom, Dad, I have to tell you something. I'm a member of the KKK. Uh, I am a member of the KKK. Oh, honey, we still accept you, just like you are. (laughs) They're like, yeah, obviously. We're in that fucking hood all week. Yeah, Yeah, so... You might be cosplaying as a ghost. Uh, 
um, we've seen like these Confederate racist slave trader statues taken down, not only in cities across America, but across the world, you know, um, freaking the people in Bristol tore down a slave trader in there. And uh, my favorite take from that was footage of like that protest um, was online and, and Nigel Farage, thank God he has a Twitter account because it's gold. Nigel Farage said, look at this, guys. This is the new Taliban. And that was my favorite. Yeah, which was like Taliban, I guess he's referring to like how the Taliban blew up, like um, destroyed kind of like religious monuments. But like, hey, those are religious monuments like they were, you know, they were attacking like, you know, Buddhist um, temples and shit. And so like that doesn't track. And, And also like. Taliban. It's weird. It's just a weird thing to come up with. Yeah, it's a it's a reach, I would say of at all least. The things, but, like, but Matt and I, as members of the new Taliban party, uh, were yeah. protesting this statue. I, I, how many people were there? Would you say it's like there was enough people that we could wrap around the state capitol, which is cool. Nice. She was like, "Let's show how many people are here and practice social distancing at the same time. Let's all wrap around the state capitol." It was a uh, very peaceful people from all walks of life, like the same thing you've been seeing at all these protests. And there were like three cops in the very distance. Yeah. And they were um, just like sitting there like, look at these motherfuckers. I like the cop that was like sitting there like jackbooted thug, like when we were just, you know, screaming defund the police. And, and no, that was, that was cool. And uh, no, well, no, no more racist cops. That's what we, we said. Yeah. We said, we were just walking around. No more dead cops. No more dead and racist cops. Uh, we did say the only good cop. What was it? The only a good cop quits was the thing yeah. we said. Or good like cops that. quit. Good cops yeah. quit. Yeah. Um, no, I had, uh, I had the most awkward. One of the most awkward conversations of my life was my grandma called me. And normally, when my grandma calls, oh. she, she's like, uh, you know, just we just. Joshua, the, the, you we, haven't sent me your gay sex. <laughs> Joshua, listen to your grandmother. She wants a gay sex tape. I don't know what that character was, but it's Josh's grandma. Well, it's um, it's um, uh, fucking Soprano. It's it's, it's Tony's mother. Anthony. Oh, oh, Anthony, I want your gay sex. Oh, Joshua, if your father was still alive, oh, <laughs> you're going to your grandmother into the nursing home without any gay sex. <laughs> Uh, she yeah she called me today and normally we have like a very cordial conversation but she's like we we, we started off with some very friendly conversation and then she switched to um so I saw your post with the Black Panthers and some of the hashtags you used were very concerning. Um, <laughs> he said, "Shut up, you old bitch." I'm yeah, I said, <laughs> uh, "Not now, mom. Have a gay sex." Um, but then uh, she was like, oh, I was like, oh, I can I can take a guess that you probably saw the a cab one because my grandfather is a cop or was a cop. And um, Matt said, fuck my grandpa. After that, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then I had to explain to her, like, I had to go through all the hashtags and be like, OK, this is what this means. And this is what this means. And like she's like, so I explained to her what a cab means, which to me, a cab just means like. A good cop quits. Like, not every cop is a murderer, but they're all complicit in this system of oppression, and that's yeah. what I'm trying to explain to her. But she's like, "Okay, I kind of, I can kind of see where you're coming from, but don't tell me you're one of those defund the police people." And I'm like, 
oh, well, actually I am like, we do need to defund the police. And she's like, but what? So, you know, the classic line is like, well, what's going to happen if we don't have police? Like, it'll be unsafe. There'll be anarchy and yeah. rapists will, will tear down every door and rape everybody. There'll be gay sex all across the land. Um, and I had explained to her how defund the police means, I mean, ideally get rid of the police, but more practically it's def like, Fund them less, demilitarize them. Um, they Thanks shouldn't be a private army. It shouldn't be a, a, an army. And yep. take that money that it's still taxpayer money that we're giving to the government instead of having an extremely bloated police budget that we've seen does not more police budget does not equal less crime. Usually it's yep. quite the opposite. Um, take that money and actually make like community driven programs that an AR-15 in every child's hand yeah mm -hmm. uh, take back child soldiers we need them in the streets no but just take public money and actually use it for the public good instead of making prison the first and last stop for many people in our community yeah like nothing like sort of pisses me off more or just like just seeing the rea the starkness of it, like when people post those like graphs showing like city budgets and it's just like, you know, um, you know, uh, everything else combined gets, you know, what, 10 billion, you know, like, you know, a couple hundred million combined. Right. And then the cops on their own have the lion's share, like usually like 40, it, around 40, 30 or 40 percent in most big cities and, and more more than others, too, like. Like just like they're the single biggest expenditure and it's just so like seeing that it's like, why we don't have to do this. Like this is not, it's just been growing and like more and more the cops have been getting more and more money thrown at them. And um, like the latest uh, or free Chapo, um, they made a good point about why that is. And it's like, okay, so you look at the, this, this graph, right? And you see like um, whatever, um, like, you know, healthcare expenditures, um, uh, like funding hospitals and the like, uh, like for like public library, like schools yeah. and all this stuff. And it's like the only thing on that list that really hasn't been just completely undermined by like privatization and, and like capitalist, like um, uh, what's the fucking word? Capitalism is... <laughs> um, is the police yeah. right so like um healthcare well and if we're talking about you know sort of who is like um what do like politics serves the interests of like the ruling class the the capitalist class right mm -hmm. and so for them right it's um healthcare well we've got private healthcare like we don't need public yeah. um um healthcare um libraries we don't go to fucking libraries amazon buy buy books off amazon yeah. um and all any of these other any of these other things have been um, privatized and they don't need them. They don't need money in them because, you know, schools, like we'll send their kids to a private school. Like you don't need any of this, but what they haven't been able to replace yet is the role of the police yeah. and the role of the police have, um, and there's legal precedent for this. Their role is to enforce laws and laws in America, at least are like protecting private property, protecting the interests of the capitalist class. Right. So that, that's the thing that the Chapo uh, guy said is that uh, that police are there. Like, so, so capitalists like kind of, um, you know, and it's, it's uh, there's, 
this book, and I, I think like uh, Lindsay Ellis actually talks about like it's one of her favorite books. It's it's called the um, the something broker, the power broker. It's like with uh, you know Robert Moses or whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah. So um, so so capitalists basically what they do is they buy up all this property, right? And they sit and like let it make money for them. They they invest and they they just sit on their asses and just make money on money. And the thing is like the police force is literally there to ensure that their private property. So, uh, IE, uh, target, uh, auto zone, auto zone <laughs> any of the businesses that were burned down in Minneapolis or whatever were looted. Um, the police are there to enforce the interests of the people who own those corporations. They're not there. Like, that's the thing. Like a lot of police, you know, we've seen are like dumb and feckless and, uh, like there's been a lot of uh, women recently on Twitter who have said that like people go like, Oh, well, what if you're getting raped? And they're like, well, we already went to the, we've already been exactly. raped yeah, exactly. went to the fucking police. And they said, well, you know, you shouldn't have been wearing that or like, there's nothing we can or, do. Sorry. There's nothing we can do and all this shit. So, so the police doesn't serve the interests of the people. And like, if ideally, even if we were to have a, like a guards class, right? Like a guardsman class or whatever the fuck. Like it shouldn't be in the interest of capital. It should be in the interest of protecting people. Oh, so oh, like, yes, exactly. And that's the thing. Like their their slogans all like are protect and serve, and they don't do either of those things. They protect capital and they serve bourgeois, the bourgeoisie, right? And and it's it's uh you know it's it's uh just total total chaos in in you know everywhere else. They're just like actively making places worse. Like that's the biggest thing about like the police is like it's not just that they're not it's it's not just that they're not a net positive for the communities that they're, they're protecting a they're a detriment to the communities they're protecting because like what is the benefit of a person speeding right and you pulling over this fucking poor person and giving them a like a two hundred and fifty dollar ticket what is the purpose of that like like it's not going back it's into tax, basically. Like it's a not going, people. Yeah, it's not going into the roads. It's not going into education. It's not going into jobs. It's going into the police back into the police force. Yeah. So one of the one of the points that a lot most white Americans don't see is that in communities, the police they they aren't just like arresting murderers and hunting down bank robbers. A lot of their job involves public harassment that usually does not result in an arrest. So uh, during the protest I went to Saturday in Cumming, Georgia, uh, this lady was telling her experience about how her and her husband, they're terrified of the police because her husband doesn't have a single traffic ticket, doesn't have anything on his record. But he's been pulled over by the police nine times in Forsyth County by police yeah. officers. And not for a broken taillight, not because he was speeding, literally just because they wanted to make sure he hadn't stolen the vehicle, he didn't have drugs on him. But they had they just stopped him because they wanted to. And they, they profiled him. And what's crazy is my girlfriend told me that the same exact thing has happened to her in Forsyth yeah. County. That she was driving home from work, got pulled over, asked, why am I being pulled over? And they don't give you a reason. There's no reason why they're pulling you over. Yeah. It's harassment. Um, someone on Twitter today had a really great thread talking about how he became radicalized against and became a cab when he went on a ride along with one of his friends and realized, 
most of the time that a cop spends is like driving around waiting for crime to happen, waiting for the police scanner. And that that same night he was riding around, they stopped a guy. They like they just punch license plate numbers into their scanner yeah. to see if these people have committed crime so they can pull them over. Well, that's the thing. Like the police don't act. Like, that's the problem with the, the role of the police is they don't actively prevent crimes. And it's not it's that, like they're reactionary. Yes, and it's not their presence there that stops crimes. Like, it, it's crazy that people still think that humans are just, like, this insane, like, you know, we're the insane primates that will just, like, go crazy and trash the zoo if the zookeepers aren't there. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's the thing. Like, I mean, there are neighborhoods where the police are, like, either don't go because, like, they fucking hate minorities or they're actively afraid of going in these neighborhoods because, like, they've bullied these neighborhoods so much that, like, they decided to fight back. And, and the thing is, like, those neighborhoods aren't, like, these fucking treasure trove of, like, villainy. Like, it's not, like, people riding around with, like, fucking uh, bazookas and firing it at each other, right? Like, it's just, like, a small crime here and there, like, normal. But, like, the, the police aren't in that aren't, – aren't, like, in those sections, like, aren't in those cities. And it's not, like – you know, the police aren't, like, a, a necessary – service like you can replace a policeman's job like everything that a policeman does you can replace his job with something else again i've said this like in private conversations i am too fucking stupid to figure out how to replace them because my dumb brain has only been in capitalism so i have no clue like how you would replace them and like who would deal with like violent crimes and who would deal with homicides and shit like that but like the police force as it is now in america is built into the system it's super fucking racist yeah um, I was going to say, Matt, too, is that, um, yeah, so, like, cops themselves don't prevent crime, and anyone who is, like, tough on crime, give all the cops money, it's like, you're, what you're saying is you're you're going to be tough on the punitive end of it, mm-hmm. so you're going to um, uh, encourage uh, just harsher punishments, and again, none of that actually um, deals with the source of crime, because if you dealt with the source of it, you'd have to deal with I mean, capitalism. So it's like um, in these areas where, say, you know, um, you know, cops are non-existent. Right. You'll have like neighborhoods that are like, you know, where there's a lot of gang activity or whatever. Right. And the thing is, is that the, the, the root causes of like that crime isn't like the lack of police presence. It's the fact that they're like it, like it's poverty stricken and there's yeah. no opportunities. And it's like a closed off like. You're like these neighborhoods are like islands all their own. They're completely separated and alienated. And so if you're in that situation, like you turn to these um, like criminal activities because you can't make it in the um, whatever normal way because it's been like engineered and stacked up against you. And the cops really have no fucking uh, input there. Like they're completely outside of this this cycle of crime. They're completely outside of it. So um, putting more money into their department doesn't do anything but encourage them to use their new fucking toys on uh, areas where they they know that people aren't really going to like make a fuss if they go in and crack some heads because it's like you know they these areas have been forgotten and neglected. So the people are forgotten and neglected. The organizer for the protest that Matt and I went to today. One, she's badass because this protest for the statue is happening every single day until it gets turned down and she's like yeah. the main leader of it. But she made a great point 
that you don't have to think about. She said, no one wants to sell crack. They're selling crack because they have to feed their family. And they realized, holy shit, I can make $3,000 in 15 minutes or I can do back-breaking work for nothing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what are you going to choose? Are you going to starve and be poor um, by working at McDonald's or are you going to sell crack? Like, if those are your only options, you're obviously going to yeah. sell crack. And those people – like. That criminals don't want to be criminals, right? That wasn't the exact analogy she used. <laughs> In fact, it was, um, would you break into a grocery store and steal food, or would you break into like a store and steal like shit that you could sell for $3,000? So it wasn't crack. Maybe yeah, I misheard what she it's said. It's the same. Yeah. Gosh, just immediately going to crack. It's the, same, it's the same point, but yeah, it's like, she's, you know, it, would you, if your children, if you had three kids and they were starving and you couldn't do anything because there's no opportunities, like, wouldn't you fucking why not break into a target targets a multi-million dollar company that's or multi-million multi-billion dollar company that's fucking insured right like so if i steal a couple of whatever the fuck i don't know Yu-Gi-Oh cards or some shit and sell like <laughs> online for like three thousand bucks or whatever you know um like they're protected against that and and it, like it it though that three thousand dollars or whatever it'd be greatly impacts the poor family more than it impacts target losing it that I remember the first time we talked about the Target looting, you said um, someone like who cares if someone wants to get like a new Lego set or something. And then my girlfriend and I talked about it later and she said and then she said, yeah, it's like, you know, like like, like, you know, you can't like who cares if someone wants to go in there and grab like, I don't know, like a Lego set. And then on Chapo, uh, one of them said like yeah if people run in with like and get like a lego star wars set i'm like why is lego like, <laughs> it's like it's just like like this fucking well, there's like, a, there was a consciousness everyone there, invokes lego there was a there was a picture well one legos are expensive as shit that's why but there was a picture of a guy like during the protest like just with a lego set like that's why yeah. But yeah, Legos are expensive as shit. Hell, I know people who stole Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh cards when there weren't wasn't rioting and looting. They were <laughs> yeah, still stealing yeah. that shit. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's something that like a lot of the like uh, like fucking super wealthy Brooklyn podcasters say. They're like stealing shit's awesome, and it's like you guys <laughs> you guys make yeah, like a- I I've been my my opinion on like shoplifting isn't that like I'm against it. Like I don't really care. Mm-hmm. I know for me personally. Um, I'm too much of a chicken shit about getting caught that I won't do it. Yeah. Also Honestly, because, like, I just don't want to have the conversation. Like, I don't, I'm not afraid yeah. of like any punitive measures. I just don't want like the the poor person making like eight bucks an hour to be like, you hey, have you to be can't. like, yeah, come on, man. Yeah, um, I do that. Especially like, 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 fuck, like right. with the shit I'll buy. It's like, oh, I got caught with like a Blu-ray copy of like <laughs> The Conjuring Three shoved down my pants. <laughs> 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 or like, I I, 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 I try to like. I have an overcoat and in each pocket I stuff like four things of like vegan chicken strips and I have so, to be like, <laughs> so I, went like to, I went to um you know how Walmart's got like the regular stores and they had their what they call neighborhood markets or whatever. Yeah. So I went to their neighborhood market because like it was when COVID first started happening and like we were out of um Ashley likes uh, emergency. She likes drinking though. She calls it a quarantini. She takes like emergency and like mixes it with sprite and she's like it like makes her feel better and shit because she's like been sick because she's had to work a lot anyway okay. long story long uh she's out of that and so i was like all right i'm gonna go pick it up at the neighborhood market 
And so I go in there and like, I'm one of the few people that was wearing a mask. It's like when it all first started, right? I'm wearing a mask, like I'm social distancing. I, I pick up some shit and I leave and they're, they're like working, like there's construction guys working on the door. And when I leave, there's only one way in and one way out. The fucking thing beeps when I leave. And one of those employees, like, instead of like having the awkward conversation of being like, um, sir, like, could you come back? She was like, sir, sir. Like, like, <laughs> acting, like, yeah, acting like I stole the fucking like, exactly. yeah. diamonds from Fort Knox or whatever the fuck, <laughs> like the gold. And then and I, I just like turned. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I didn't know she was talking to me. You talking to me? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I didn't stop. Know. That man has a small dick. And then she was like, yeah. I turned, and then the guy working was like, it went off because like we're working on it. And she goes, Oh, you're fine, sir. Like blah blah. And I, I like leave, and I'm like, What the fuck? Like and meanwhile, she, he smirks, and and Pokemon yeah. cards drop to the floor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Matt, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I got a job. Bow, 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 bow. What's the job, Matt? Yeah. You son of a bitch. Son of a- Stealing shit from me. Did you, Cole, did you see the guy in Toronto who showed up in blackface to the protests? And everybody yes. was like, everybody was like, wow, they got Trudeau. Yeah. There's been I a lot that. of people. Yeah. That's funny. It wasn't That's even good blackface. It was like he jet black spray paint. He just right. put on himself. What is, like, yeah, give myself limits. Well, listen, there, there is an art okay, to doing not, blackface. Yeah. You got to get the lips right. There's definitely a, a better way to, there's a good and bad way to, well, <laughs> it's all bad, but there are there's like technique to it. There's, there's a good bad technique to it. What, there's tasteful blackface, and yeah. then there's Trudeau looking like the knight, like dressed in yeah. Arab garb. So I um I remember when Justin Trudeau like when it was just kept coming out that like, he just like loves costumes, you know. <laughs> well, when he was dressed as Aladdin, I said the I said the 2019 Aladdin remake looks like shit. Yeah. And it was like one of my most liked and retweeted tweets. And I got a like and a retweet from like remake movie news. <laughs> it was like it was it's like a bot. A, it's the program. It was just like a uh like one of those um we're a Twitter account that just focuses on movie news, like retweeting my <laughs> Justin Trudeau and Blackface Aladdin <laughs> tweet. Yeah. So when we say Black Lives Matter, do we mean Justin Trudeau as well? No. What about well? What's the city where um where what's the city where Black people are going to get health care? What's that city? Oh, Kansas. Yeah. Right. State of Kansas. Kansas State. Kansas. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Matt said or somebody said it was a, they they're extending um health care for African Americans because like the the cost for African Americans for healthcare is like three times more because they have like more illnesses and stuff. And um so this guy said that he's expanding like uh healthcare benefits for them, like Medicare and Medicaid benefits. And the posting minutes quote tweeted that and said there's gonna be a bunch of people who dress in blackface just to get healthcare. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that is like I think he's a Democrat too, right? Yes, he's a Democrat. Yeah. That is like a case of like that's cool, but like, can every like? And it's not even like a, this. Is not even like an all lives matter thing. This is like, like, well, if you could do that for like them, can you do it for like everyone? Can we all? Well, have yeah, yeah, and literally, it's 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 not you know it's it's not even um, solving a problem. Like you're just saying like we're gonna expand this benefit for like this one group of people who is disproportionately affected by it, but they're not disproportionately affected because of their their 
their race, they're disproportionately affected because of their class, right? Like, yeah. it's poor people. I mean, like, you know, that's the thing. It's just, like, uh, African Americans are more likely to be poor than, like, any other, like, race, right? So that that's, that's he's thinking that it's just a racist issue, but it's, like, a, you know, it's more of a, a more of yeah. a thing. And, and um, yeah, I mean, honestly, Medicare for all, like, fuck, fuck that's the only time the, like, all in a slogan is good. Medicare for all. <laughs> Yeah, and this is like again, it's not. This is not a situation where like, um, like it's not saying it's not being like all lives matter. If you're like, well, shouldn't everyone have healthcare coverage? Like, because that's like a point of like, I mean, Bernie, the Bernie Sanders movement, Medicare for all, all that stuff, right? And this is something where, like, okay, if you're again, if you're a white poor person in Kansas, and it's like, well, like why did like you know I am struggling with healthcare just as much as any, as a, as a poor black man. So why am I not getting it? And I fear that the, the, I mean, the answer they'll come to is that because blacks are evil and stealing and like they're in league against me and then they'll just intensify their, their prejudices. So yeah, this I don't is understand like, why when I work hard, those people steal my money who aren't working. Yeah. What are you talking about? Have you ever looked at a CEO? The fuck does Jeff Bezos do all day? Yeah. Fucking sit on his ass and just accrue wealth, dude. Come on. Fuck but off. I mean, like, I yeah. This it, it just it is um you know maybe par for the course on like Democrat solution to this, which well, is to go like can, can we talk about Democrat solutions like as a whole for this pod? Yes. I feel like we really need to discuss like you know just you know Mayor Jacob Bray, um, Nancy Pelosi, like all the Democrats that were wearing kente cloth, like. You know, kneeling, praying to their white god or whatever. You know. so let's talk about yeah. that. Okay. Yeah, the um, um, so uh, like today for me, getting up, at, you know, the crack of noon, um, was spent scrolling through Twitter and just being increasingly confused at what I was looking at, um, because it's Black Panther too, right? I thought well, someone has Black Panther now. I thought they had just like the Democrats had just gotten together for like this thing and someone had photoshopped this on them as a joke. <laughs> I didn't realize that it was real until yeah. people until I saw the picture of like someone like like whatever Pelosi putting it on someone else. And I realized, oh, fuck, that's real. They're really dressing up in fucking dashikis right now. That's what they're doing. They're they're coming to this uh, whatever about a black about, you know, a black man being murdered and they're wearing African garb, like that's their yeah. that's their solution to this. It's like they have those like shields and those like like wooden spears, and they're like speaking in like uh, you know Zulu. Like, like African oh, like sorry. African voices. No, not like African languages. They're like, what? Why? Why you come to the capital? <laughs> oh yeah, they're doing Uganda couple. We, 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 we are protesting. All all lives matter. It's just it was like yeah, it's it's. I was like, why? I mean, George Floyd. Like, he wasn't from Africa. Like, I'm just, like, not, like, I know, like, his ancestors, but, like, he was born here. I don't see, it's, like, this weird, like, oh, we're, like, in touch and we're, like, trying to appeal to, like, black, you know, whatever uh, issues. So um, let's all um, <laughs> dress up like Zulu warriors and re reenact the Battle of Izandawanda. You, you saw, know? saw my tweet, right, like, with Zizek, talking about Zizek? About what about it? Go ahead. So, like, um, 
it's funny because before this happened, so yesterday I was driving home from work, right? And uh, I, I was listening to a couple of Zizek videos, right? I've been like getting more into like listening to him more and, and I'm reading his, what, what his magnum opus, what he claims is his magnum opus. And it's all about um, dialectical materialism and Heigl and yeah, any, anyway. Uh, so he, um, he describes that there's a self-flagellation going on. So there's two videos that really stood out to me. The first one is like, liberals right like he, he talked about white liberals specifically and he's like white liberals he's the biggest problem with it is that like they champion like other identities but then they like downplay themselves so here's like here's like what he says and he's like you guys are going to call me racist but like here it is he's like you know if you are like if you're black like that's like okay that's one one point right he's like if you're trans like that's another point whatever right like individual identities is like he said even like the most oppressed you are in society the more social capital you have in terms of like in terms of the white liberal mindset right yes well, white liberals what happens is you go okay well like you know if someone says uh black pride you're like yes someone says you know uh, uh latin pride you're like yes someone says you know asian he's like it's still it's rocky but it's like okay yeah but he's like, the, the moment someone says white, like white pride, it's like, oh, fuck, that guy's like a Nazi, right? And yes. it, but, but the problem is liberals, what they do is they say, I bow to the African queen and like renounce my white privilege. And he says what it is, is it's, it's a, it's a so he, he literally called it like a jusance, right? It's like self-flagellation and they're getting enjoyment for it because by renouncing their identity – they are staking their identity above like other people's identities and they're putting, they're making themselves the perfect being, right? Yes. A being without identity and in, in a world with identity is literally like the perfect being. And I so, yeah. yeah. And the best thing that he like used to describe it is it, it's a joke that he uses in like all of his books and a lot of his videos. Cause I, I've watched like three videos recently and he just used it in all three videos. So it's like, he talks about it a lot, but it's a Derrida. It's an old Derrida slash Lacan joke. And here it is. It's um, there's a Jewish synagogue, right? And there is a rich Jewish merchant. He comes into the synagogue and he, he, he prays and he says, oh, God, I am nothing. Right. Yes. And so a priest or whatever, the, the rabbi, rabbi walks in and he's like, you know, he, he, he kneels next to the 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 uh, the shop owner or whatever. Right. And he's like. Oh God, I am nothing, right? And so a poor Jewish peasant walks in, right? No job, homeless, lives on the street, whatever. He walks into the synagogue and he says, uh, "My God, I am nothing." And the rabbi nudges the the uh, owner of the shop and he says, "Who this? Who does this guy think he is, saying he's nothing?" And he says that like using this like like. I am nothing like whatever is a form of like asserting your, it's still like you, you know, enjoying it. I'm back. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You're looking a little sleepy eyed in the frozen frame. <laughs> Are we back? Are we back? Uh, okay. So you were saying, wait, what was the last thing you okay. heard? There I you go. heard. Who do you think you are saying you're nothing? Yes. So he says that there is like a 
like a enjoyment, a self congratulation in saying, in proclaiming that you are nothing, right? Yes. The the rabbi and the the shop owner proclaiming they're nothing um, is actually saying like they're nothing in relation to like God, right? But they're still like above this. Sorry, Josh. They're still above this peasant. Okay. So yeah, long oh, story I long, get it. Long story yeah. long, the Democrats putting on like you know. They're like changing their name to Shaka Zulu or whatever the fuck, putting on the cloth and like kneeling and like doing these African chants or whatever the fuck they're going to do next. Right. Is yeah. them putting themselves above people. Yeah, it's I mean, performative is, you know, maybe a light word for it, but it definitely is. Um, and like, here's the contrast is um, or uh like which helps like uh, you know illustrate like what the deal is is that um so they do all this they put on this uh whatever um clothing they kneel for eight minutes um which is just morbid i find it morbid to morbid to kneel for the extra exact length of time that the cop kneeled on him to kill him um reenacting it is a bit morbid, I think, but whatever you want to do that. Okay. And okay. After that. So what's their um, big bill they're going to do. So, and what, like these, these people protesting, marching, right. The, um, a kind of loud call for defunding the, the police is that's, that's what the, what's been kind of coming out of this now. Right. Like, like activists who aren't just paid chills, you know, saying defund the cops. And so what do the Democrats come back with? Um, the same fucking thing that they always do. The same old, same old. We're going to launch this big bill that's going to reform the police. We're going to, uh, you know, open up the rotting fucking barn and we're going to replace some of the beams and we're going to close it back up again and say, there we go, folks. It's fixed. And it's like, and some of the points are literally just um no racism <laughs> like <laughs> like our reform bill is don't you can't discriminate based on race um you uh there's no more profiling allowed and it's like good fucking luck good luck doing that because yeah, all shit, these that's, the fucking, every, that's, that's one of the binnies baby like you fucking walk into the, your local police precinct and you're like excuse me sir i'd like a job and they're like okay uh, did you fail like the fourth grade? And they're like, yeah. And they go, okay, um, <laughs> great. Well, one of the benefits here is you see a brown person and you can oppress them. And they're like, wow, fucking sign me up, baby. Even if they're brown, they're like, wow, sign yeah. me up. Every precinct, every PD across the country does these things. They profile. Uh, it's just to what extent? To what extent do they profile? To what extent are they racist? There's there's none of there's not a squeaky clean one in the bunch. So. Good luck just doing that. Banning chokeholds. Chokeholds are banned. Like Eric Garner, when he was chokehold, put in a chokehold and, and murdered, that was an illegal chokehold. They'd already banned that. Yeah. These fucking reforms, like a lot of these police precincts have them, right? They, ha they have them in place. They have these, like, whatever, training protocols, fucking whatever in place. And it doesn't, like, it's not changed. So, like, it, it doesn't work. And all this shit I see, like the one, like I said, paid chills, like well, I mean, the fucking like, like mayor, like Jacob Frey, right? Like fucking mayor of yeah. Minneapolis, that fucking who looks like people. a baby, 
Yeah, he does look like, like a baby. He looks like a fucking weasel. He, uh, yeah, that's what I said. If if, if uh, Pete Buttigieg is the rat, like he's the fucking little, he's a little sniving. Democrats are pedophiles, is what I'm learning. Is that yeah. they love to prop up these like guys who are like 32, but they look 17. Yeah. So, and so this guy comes out to the protest and he's like, you know, I'm you know, I'm with you. You know, I'm with you. And uh, cries over George Floyd's casket or whatever. Yeah. So he cries over George Floyd's casket, and at the protest they say, like, answer like this question. Will you defund the police? Yes. Right? We well, say, well, but, well, but, well, but. And they're like, no, no, no. He said no. And he yeah. says no. And then they boo him the fuck out of there, the little weasel. And he goes back into his little weasel hole to have, like, you know, weasel sex with his weasel wife and weasel <laughs> kids, right? But the thing is, like, like, and then he, this guy has the fucking balls after this, because it's afterwards, to go and cry at fucking George Floyd's funeral. Fuck you, dude. Like, you're part of the fucking problem, right? Yes. Like, that's the big, like, he's not even considering reforming the fucking police, right? Like, the city council of Minneapolis are like, we're going to have to do something. And they're talking about abolishing the MPD, right? Like, that's fucking, like, incredible. And then this guy, this little fucking, you know, twerp. Just decides to be like, oh no, I'm not gonna, you know, the police are, if they protect me in my house, right? Like, fuck off, fuck yeah. Well, you can you can see it's a classic case of, I as a leader know what's best for my people. They they don't know what they're actually asking for. They're not educated enough to make their own decisions, and that's like what the politician in America is supposed to do. They're supposed to be like, oh, listen, the the. I know what's better for you guys. You guys don't actually can't you can't you're animals. You can't govern yourself. You can't not have police. We need the police to to control you because you don't know what you're asking for without not having the police. It's like when you see the entire country protesting, all saying the same thing, defund the police, and your answer is well, I'm going to put on the Kenty cloth. It's like, well, nothing's going to change. And that makes it like voting super fucking depressing because it's like well, why does it matter who we vote for if they're all a part of the same system yeah. and nothing's fundam- fundamentally going to change? And it's like Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden, all Kamala Harris, all of these politicians acting like they're somehow not a part of the system that killed George Floyd yeah. is just mind-boggling. Like they're not intelligent enough to connect the dots. It's like, Pelosi, you are one of the most powerful people in this entire country. You could have saved George Floyd's life years ago, but you did it. Joe Biden, you didn't. It's like Joe all these people, Biden. they are complicit in the system. I had to have this conversation with my mom. She was like, well, you know, I don't really know why uh, Black Lives Matter is protesting in Atlanta. I'm like, what? What? She's like, well, uh, most of the things that they're asking for, uh, Keisha Lance Bottoms already put into place. I'm like – Ah, uh, that's news to me. And <laughs> and she's like, well, no, I heard Keisha talk about all the reforms they've made over the years and stuff. And I'm like, well, one, you can't trust anything she says because she's a cop. And she's like, well, I don't know about that. And then like the next day she came out saying how we needed more funding for the police and stuff. Yes. More training. And, we need more yeah. training. So we need more funding. That's Which means more money. Exactly. Like that's the, that's another thing too is that – these reforms like in them are training and um, 
like oh other kind God. of bureaucratic LGBTQ plus like sensitivity training for cops. Like, 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 like it's, it's like, it's fine to crack their skulls with like billy clubs or whatever. If they get a little too rowdy at pride, but also yeah. like you need to wear a rainbow badge and to cover your, to cover your badge number and name, you need a rainbow. Imagine. Yes. Imagine that. Imagine the absurdity of that. Imagine like, like 15 meatheads from fucking Staten Island. Like, just, like, guys with, like, the biggest, baldest fucking heads you've ever seen, right? Just sitting in a circle while some, some, like, whatever, like, twink tells them about how, like, to to be respectful of, like, gay people and trans people. Imagine that. Imagine I'm- him trying to communicate this to them. And they're sitting around and going, well, what do you, like, you know, like, they're fucking thick, like, their, their heads, which are 90% skull, just not, none of it penetrating, you I- know? I am convinced that like cops, like, and I think maybe Chapo touched on this a little bit, but I, I might expand on it. I think I'm 100% convinced that cops are like the biggest pussies. Like they are just like the biggest wimps because like, right. Like that, that, uh, that freelance journalist who's like fucking lost her eye to rubber bullets. Like, no, don't yes. stop protesting on my, she's like, I'd be fucking out there if my doctor told me I could like, you know what I'm if saying? My and then, eye like, wasn't dangling and, out of my face. And, and the cops like, yeah. Oh, there's a 12 year old black girl running at me, like, and I'm I've got like body armor on and shit. Like, I might need to shoot her. Like, that, cops are yeah. the biggest fucking pussies like ever, dude. Look and at like, these TV accounts. Like, here's a list of things thrown at cops. It's like a, a can of baked beans. It's I'm like, gonna oh, fuck. someone someone tweeted out. I'm gonna roll a can of a can of garbanzo beans at a police precinct like it's a flashbang. I did but, like yeah. yeah. I did like the. Uh, there was one person who came out and they were like, okay, for, for you guys who keep like showing the Hong Kong protests, like stop talking about tactics that Hong Kong uses because those are like Chinese police, right? Like American police would be like, oh, you, you lasered me. Da, 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 da. Like just fire yeah, exactly. the crowd at fucking random fire. Yeah. Um, my <laughs> favorite thing about the, the beans is that someone replied to that. Uh, someone I follow replied to that PD account to be like, I've thrown beans before. And that's not a can of beans that was thrown. And I'm like, you can't get anything past these motherfuckers. They've got the receipts. Yeah. Like, I've thrown baked beans. That's a can <laughs> that's not been thrown. Yeah, dude. Some of the, like, yeah, some of the, the great, uh, the great content, honestly. Because, like, honestly, I'm so, I'm, I'm ha- like, it sucks that it had to come to this. But, I mean, like, what, like, what was going to change? Nothing. I mean, we were kind of, like, in this, like, neoliberal, like, hell loop just constantly. And, like, I don't know, going to the protests, like, that's what I was telling Josh. Like, I'm, I was so hyper and I'm so happy today because, like, going to the protests and, like, seeing people just, like, band together for, like, a cause. And, like, everything that, like, I thought about Americans and, like, like all the rest of the world thinks about Americans, how we'll just, like, lie down and take it and all this shit. It's, like, like no, we, it's, it's nice that to know when, like, push comes to shove, when there's, like, a perfect storm of, like, things that happen that people will take to the streets. And it's, like, incredible. I mean, there's, like, you know, people handing out snacks and, like, like they're not, spoiler alert, they're not fucking making money. Like, they're not selling snacks. They're raising money and they're buying these snacks and shit and they're handing them out for free. And it's, like, like the, the, the sense of, like, I don't know if you felt this, Josh, but, like, the sense of camaraderie, like, yeah. among the people chanting the same thing, wanting the same thing, was incredible. And it's, like, it doesn't matter if the people in there are like, you know, regular liberals or whether they're super far left. It's like we can come together and say, okay, defund the police. 
And and I get what you're saying, Matt, because that's how I felt like the first day. It's holy shit. There are people out there who are as angry as I am, who are thinking the same way as I am. And it's I think it's really important for everybody if they get the chance to go to one of these protests to just doesn't matter how big or small it is, where whether it's Atlanta or it's coming Georgia, go to one so you can see like this movement that is happening in your country, in your community, like yeah. like kids and families are going out mm-hmm. to these protests. Um, dogs. We saw like five different dogs all with their own protest signs yes, protesting yeah. the police. And that's how I know like we're good people and we have, you know, like goodness on our side is that the dogs even want to defund the police. Yeah, and, and that's the thing, like, you know, you see like all like creeds, right? You see all races, like all ethnicities, right, right? At these protests. And the thing is like, like going today has honestly cemented in my mind. I don't know what's going to happen afterwards, but it has cemented in my mind that like this is actually like it's not just protest. It's true like it, it's protest, but it's true like revolutionary like actions in terms of like trying yeah. to get something done, right? Like in, in like this has happened in America before where like obviously like protests and stuff, but like to the scale and to the 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 fact that like there's conversations about abolishing the police and there's conversations i sent you guys the thing conversations about socialism in public to crowds of thousands come on like like a year ago you wouldn't think this is possible and some fucking racist piece of fucking shit pig decides to kill an innocent man decides to murder him in broad daylight because he didn't think that like there were repercussions and it keeps happening, right? Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, like all these people who are dying, right? Just because of the color of their skin and who they are and like what class of people they belong to. Like these people said enough is enough. Like you didn't do anything for COVID. Like you, you were out of fucking work. We're like Jeff Bezos is making more and more fucking money during this thing. And I'm like all of us are like scrounging around the fucking slums and you're killing us. So fuck you. And it's fantastic. It's a great, like, revolutionary feeling. I mean, if, again, if nothing if nothing comes from this, I might have to eat crow later on. But, like, it, it's, yeah. a, it's a fantastic feeling. And it's a fantastic, it's, like, it's a fantastic, like, progression from where we were. Well, yeah, you, and I, uh, uh, not to cut the, well, I'm going to fuck you. Yeah, go, uh, anyway, um, I was going to say, like, that's, like, I feel like it's fine to feel this way because like how many times are we going to get to feel this way like like how many more moments like this are we going to have so um seize it and just go all and to um like all like the fucking like whatever like twitter troll type leftists who are like which aren't um, which mind you they're not at the protest like these people aren't at the protest well, I mean, we talked about them before. I mean, these guys are fucking, you know, grad students. They want to be professors and shit. And they're, they're just sitting there being like, um, actually, the protests are bad because people are caring. Um, I mean, like, that's the thing. Like, uh, if you guys and, and I talked to Josh about it today, I don't know if you saw, like, my fucking Twitter spat with that guy or whatever. Like, this guy was just, like, so fucking stupid that I was like, OK, this guy's literally a conservative. Like, like they're showing yeah. their asses. Yeah. They're conservatives that have red marks and go, hey, I don't want to work. Like, they're actually the people who don't want to work, right? Yeah. It's not It's not that they want a better life for people. They're fucking miserable. And that's, a, that's the thing. Like, they're like, you know what? Like, this sucks, but also fuck black people. Like, that's their whole ideology. 
I'm actually organizing uh, uh, based on uh, a genuine uh, feeling of revulsion against police violence. That's actually reactionary. And um, uh, they're just fucking salty that Amy Therese isn't like leading it. Like <laughs> if it was if it was one of their people, like they're mad that Michael Tracy isn't like the people person people are rallying around. Because like they, 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 we just say they, like conclusively the the stance of lead the left to us podcast is um fuck michael tracy like that's the stance yeah, yeah. fuck that fat baby. piece of shit what a fucking baby yeah like, Matt, josh what? i don't know if you did you see I, that I, i've seen michael tracy's tweets i've seen you guys like just dunk on them and stuff it's it's not too hard to oh, do yeah. my brain I, I, is filled I, with mush and yeah. if you look at those tweets you would have no idea he considers himself the leftist like you would think oh this is like ben shapiro yeah. level shit like like it's so fun to have like, uh, th- I mean, it happens with like, um, like you saw it with people who were like just straight up like liberals who were like, I'm actually I'm further left than Bernie and I don't like him. And it's like, no, you're you've just convinced yourself that um, fucking tax credits are like a leftist thing because that's like the, the political rhetoric we have now. Um, Yeah, it's fun to have someone like a mouth breather like him just go, yeah, I'm a leftist. I'm included with you. And then have people believe him. Yeah, violence, like, violence against Violence against journalists who are documenting it, it's fine, honestly. But if Maxine Waters slaps the shit out of me, I'm going to cry like a fucking bitch. Yeah, like... What a fucking cunt, dude. Like, I, I, I never... I think his his uh, his profile pic is a cartoon avatar of him. And, like, I, 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 that's only how... Like, my only reference for him. And I, I was listening to uh, him and, like, Angela Nagel talk. Uh, and I was looking at, like, one of the videos, and this guy looks like the biggest, like, fucking imbecile. Like, he's he, he's so stupid looking. And I'm like, okay, this is why your picture's an avatar. Like, one, of the, one of the last things I want to say is that I think these Twitter people, predominantly white, they're upset that it's not a white person. It's not Bernie Sanders leading this movement. And I saw a tweet today that really, I think, sums up how some people feel. And it was to, like today, not a couple months ago. Today, someone said, I've never felt more depressed in my life. I just miss Bernie Sanders so much. Yeah. And, and I, I'm, I'm just confused by that because look outside to look outside to see the ent- entire almost entire American population protesting systematic oppression like that's greater than anything bernie sanders could ever dream of mobilizing and and you should be i don't i think you feel the same way matt like this is the most excited i felt in months and it was fine like we we there was a time to grieve bernie sanders because at the time it seemed like there was genuinely no hope like that was the end of the road but these protests are are organically happening. This isn't manufactured consent. This is true organization at the grassroots level. And that is the most promising thing we've seen in the past like 30 years for a leftist movement to break out and to organize. And it's sustained. And, That's the thing. And it's like- sustained. It didn't go away in a few days. They were like, Dick, uh, 13 consecutive nights of protests we and got them clashing all, with police. We got them all charged. Great. What's next? Keep going. There's more and more people at these protests. That's the thing. Like, the, 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 the dumbass, like, and honestly, like, there's people that are like, well, actually, um, Marx accounted for class or accounted for race in class. 
So there's no such thing as a class reductionist, but fuck black people, right? Like that's the thing. Like, like there are people who are like that, and and it's like like you said, like like we said multiple times, we've moved past the need for Bernie. Like Bernie was there. It's like the us. end of The Sopranos. Yeah, it's over. It's, it's a new show. Bernie's like it's done. Electoral politics is done. Taking to the streets is like true revolutionary action. And like, just think about it this way: like those dumbass people who are like, you know, saying all this stuff. Like, like again, and I, I mean, we're just gonna, you know, beat a dead horse here. But like, what does their perfect revolution look like? Do they have one? They don't because like, and and that's they're mad that the revolution is actually happening, right? They're they're mad that it it's not they're not Russian and they're not all starving in the winter. Right, they're not all fighting against the czars or whatever. They're mad yeah. that like we're trying to dismantle a cap one capitalist institution first before we start taking on the rest of it. Yeah, and um, something that I predict, right, is say, um, say these um, protests don't or this this movement we see doesn't like completely and totally fundamentally change um, this American institution overnight, right? I am. I anticipate that what I'll see from these types of folks is like gloating, like yeah. like well, direct action didn't work. Look at it. We and both. it's like, and it's like so, like, um, and maybe I'll be proven wrong. Maybe they'll, they. I I feel like they will because it's a, it's something where um, what they'll be gloating about is the continued like you know oppression, right? Like that, that'll be that will be uh, something they can hold up as proof that they were right, and that's all that really matters is that I'm right, the majority, like everyone else is wrong, and that's my purpose. Is to yeah, go on about how right I am. That's what and, I mean. That's like how I ended. Sorry to cut you off, Cole. Just one second. That's how I ended like that conversation with that dickhead on Twitter. I was like, I just told him I I was done. He just like kept saying a point that he didn't bring up. He kept using my points to like say that they were his points or whatever. And yeah. to just end it, I was like, go back to debate club nerd. And that was it. That was the last thing I said to him. And I'm like, yeah. that's all you need to say to these fucking losers. Yeah. And yeah, that's what I'll, I feel like I'll see is like in like two months uh, when like, say we, uh, if something like if we reach a point where like something is done, but it's not like a complete overhaul or we like, I feel like anything less of a complete and total dismantling of the American penitentiary system will be held up as a proof that this is not the correct uh, revolution. And their, their point was right. And again, that all be, that will, all that will matter is that they were right and they can go on about that because at the end of the day, like, the realities and suffering that people go through um that that's uh, ancillary and ancillary to um them and their uh sort of uh, position of of rightness so that's what i feel like will happen yeah again yeah. i can prove it wrong i um, think that's a good i think that's a good analysis honestly i think that's a probably a good good place to stop for today you know